1: CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. You've often heard what the Frenchman said. Plus a chance, plus c'est la même chose The more things change, the more they remain the same You've heard it so often that by now it's become conventional wisdom However, it isn't exactly true Because things don't remain exactly the same There is a difference Very small, perhaps, but it's oh so vital Indeed, as another Frenchman said Vive la différence
2: Now, sir I must inform you, you are about to undergo an illegal change. I understand. You are, in effect, going to give up your present consciousness, personality, psyche, and for all I know, even your soul. And you shall become an entirely different human being. Are you aware of that? Yes. And you still wish to go through with it? Yes. Prepare the circuits.
1: Our mystery drama, The Headhunters, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Len Cariou. 2100, which is a little more than a century from now. There have been vast, sweeping changes, but most are external. There are more mechanical things, and they are of a complexity undreamed of in our day. There is more efficiency, and once again, we have expanded the frontier. At the end of the last century, the average American never dreamed that his grandchildren would be able to jet—he didn't even know that word— to Paris, London, and Rome. But now his great-great-grandchildren can actually go on tours to Venus and Mars. But having said all this, it must also be stated that the basic problems, as always, remain the same.
3: Hello, Dad. Erna, come in. Sure you're not busy? Never mind. we are having dinner. Join me. Well, Dad, I don't want to put you to any trouble.
2: What trouble? All I have to do is dial.
3: Well, that's right. I forgot. What do you have? Well, it doesn't matter. Whatever it is, it'll taste synthetic.
2: <laughs> you back to nature people kill me.
3: Please, Dad. We are the wave of the future.
2: Honey, you're the wave of the past, and it receded long ago. Here we are. Now, You mean it's better to go to some hole-in-the-corner food store, haggle with some shifty-eyed hustler for some beef, some bread, some fruit, vegetables grown Lord knows where, under who can tell what conditions?
3: But, Dad, at least it's natural. Less than a hundred years ago, all meat came from animals.
2: But what was an animal? A cow, a pig, a sheep. But a convert.
3: I know that argument.
2: A device for transforming feed grains into beef, pork, and mutton. Today... We do the same conversion without the animal. And all those millions and millions of acres are now used to grow grains for fuel.
3: But it doesn't taste as good.
2: Ah, That's just a conceit for you BTN trendies. I defy anyone to tell the difference.
3: I'm sorry, Dad. We really shouldn't argue.
2: Where'd I go wrong? If your mother were alive, it would have broken her heart. Well, let's eat supper. Daddy. Hey, what's this?
3: Oh, Daddy, I'm so unhappy.
2: How could you possibly be unhappy? You're going to be married next month.
3: No, I'm not.
4: What do you mean you're not? Robert. What about Robert?
3: he, He said he doesn't want to marry me.
2: Robert's in love with you.
3: Oh, Daddy.
2: Look, you and Robert, you both passed the stability tests... It's been definitely established that your degree of mutual attraction registers high on the scale for love.
3: Not anymore.
2: What do you mean, not anymore?
3: Robert just said he had fallen out of love with me. So he went to be retested. And it's true.
2: People don't just fall out of love.
3: All I know is that he did, and I'm miserable.
2: Yeah. Well, honey, I wish... There was something I could do.
3: You can't do anything.
2: There is something I could say, but I'm sure you don't want to hear it.
3: What's that?
2: You're better off without him. Hello,
4: Robert. Oh, Mr. Stearns. You were here in your official capacity as a police officer? But I'm not a police officer. (laughs)
5: Let
4: that be your conceit. I'm a member of control. And would you explain the difference? Robert, I just want to ask you a very simple question. What happened? (laughs) I don't really know what did happen, Mr. Stearns. I just woke up one morning and I was no longer in love with her. Just like that? Well, you fall in love just like that, therefore you can fall out of it the same way. And that's what happened? Yes, that's what happened.
2: I guess that answers my question.
3: You're just in time for dinner.
2: I hope you dialed it.
3: That's going to be my secret.
2: I will say, it's nice having you around the house again. Oh, uh, by the way, I, I spoke to an old friend of yours today. should say an ex-friend.
3: I bet it was Robert. You shouldn't have done it.
2: Honey, I was just curious.
3: I know you were only personally curious, but I'm sure Robert thought you were using your position to pressure him.
2: I only wanted to know...
3: Besides, it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't? He's got someone else. Oh. A girl. Believe me, she's older than she looks. By the name of Arlene Delva.
2: Delva? That name seems familiar.
3: You mean you know her?
2: No, no, I'm just trying to think.
3: Well, the brassy, blonde, empty-headed type is what he really goes for. You were right. I am better off without him.
2: Then, can we say, all's well that ends well?
3: I guess so. Well, shall we try dinner?
2: Smells delicious. Mmm, tastes great, too. Tell me, did you uh, really dial it, or did you spend all day scrounging for the stuff and making it?
3: (laughs) You'll never know. And how did you spend your day, Mr. Controller?
2: Mmm, controlling, as usual.
3: And whom did you control?
2: Let's see, what did we have? Um, oh, a thief.
3: There are still thieves?
2: Oh, yeah. They crop up.
3: Why would anybody want to steal today? Nobody really has to do without the necessary things.
2: True. But it seems to go deeper. So we changed him. And, um, we had someone with homicidal tendencies. We changed him, too. We had someone with sexual identity problems. And, uh, We did the indicated changes there also.
3: Dad, all my life I've been hearing this shop talk, especially when Mom was alive, about changing. Does it really work?
2: Oh, yes, it does.
3: You mean you can make a a complete change in someone's personality? We can.
2: It started more than a hundred years ago. Only then it was called conditioning. You could use the power of suggestion to make people want to buy certain products. With audio-visual sensations, that would create a favorable attitude. It all went on from there. The techniques were refined, and now we're at the point where instead of changing just an attitude, we can alter an entire concept of life.
3: I don't know if I like that.
2: It can only be used by the state. Even so. And then only by a special court of justice warrant to cover a specific criminal case.
3: I still don't like it.
2: Well, the old way of treating criminals, which was based on punishment, was hardly better. A man committed a crime, and you put him away in jail for a number of years. When he was released, he wasn't always changed. It was a waste of everyone's time. Now we simply change him into a law-abiding, normal citizen.
3: Like old Tom?
2: You remember. He used to do the work around the place for us. He was a man who had actually murdered his wife. And he was changed into a fellow so kind and gentle that i could trust him to be with you and mother you remember
3: yes and he was everything you say but i recall there was something missing what in his eyes
2: oh well, there was nothing wrong with his eyes as i recall
3: yes there was they didn't sparkle hello robert erna
4: are you doing here?
3: Don't worry, Robert. I won't embarrass you.
4: <sighs> Erna, I, I I, really don't know what we have to talk about.
3: There's nothing at all for us to talk about. When people who are like us say goodbye, we've said it all.
4: <sighs> well, I, I, I don't want to seem rude, but... Are I, you
3: expecting I... her? I have no intention of staying. I just came here to do one thing, Robert. Come closer.
4: Well, what is it?
3: I want to look at your eyes. My eyes? What for? I want to see what they're like.
4: You know what they're
3: like. I knew what they were like at one time.
4: Erna, what is this?
3: Just stand still, Robert. It's all I ask. Let me look into your eyes. But there's no point. Oh, for old time's sake, please humor me, Robert. Well... All right, Robert. Thank you.
2: Now, Erna, darling, that's absolutely impossible.
3: Daddy, I looked into Robert's eyes. They were the same as old Tom's.
2: You're making an extremely subjective judgment.
3: I know what I saw. But
2: it's absolutely impossible. Is it? And it's absolutely illegal.
3: Are you telling me it couldn't happen? Someone couldn't have changed, Robert.
2: It can only be done under the proper government auspices. As I told you, you need a court order. Private citizens cannot do it. Why not? Private changing is illegal. It's the most serious crime anyone can commit in our society.
3: Are you telling me no one's ever tried it?
2: Besides, the investment in equipment is incredible. It would be absolutely beyond the reach of even the richest private citizen.
3: Somehow, it can be done. And everybody knows it's being done. You hear rumors.
2: But there are no facts, darling. I know how deeply you felt about Robert. I guess you can't face the fact that he simply fell out of love with you.
3: If that were the fact, I could face it.
2: Why do you deny it's a fact?
3: Because I looked into his eyes. And they don't sparkle anymore.
0: Hello, Carver. Busy. Through for the day. What can I do for you?
2: The uh, computer still alive?
0: About to shut her down. Problem?
2: I don't know yet. I'd uh, I'd like a scan. Mm. Do you have your warrant? You owe me a favor. Okay. It's very likely nothing at all. Can you do it
0: now? Hmm. I'll put in my bypass so that our little extracurricular activity doesn't register and will not uh, appear on the duty roster. Hmm. Now, what do you want scanned?
2: The name is Delva. Uh, who? Delva,
0: I think. Well, does he have a first name? Probably, but I don't know it. Well, could save a lot of time if I had a reference point. He has a daughter named Arlene. That's All right. Let's see if that single came out. Well, we got him. What do you want to know?
2: First, does he have a
0: criminal record? Let's ask. Stand by. Delta, Maxima,
4: one arrest. Find out what for.
5: Did
0: I hear that right? Headhunting? That's exactly what you heard. Headhunting.
1: And that's exactly what we heard, too. Headhunting. Now, what's this? Do you mean that in this most civilized of societies, they practice the most barbaric of ancient customs... Really, sometimes you have to stop and ask yourself, just where is the human race going anyhow? Well, I know we're going to come back for the second act.
4: Are you going to be pulling any kind of a trailer soon? In case you are, this is Della Reese reminding you that soft tires can make a loaded trailer fishtail or jackknife. For safety, check the tire pressure. You hear?
1: Humming along in the advanced civilization at the beginning of the 22nd century. We had a brief glimpse of some of the highly modern techniques of living. We saw how the world of a hundred years from now had left us just as far behind as we had outpaced the world of a hundred years ago. However, an extremely alien, archaic, and uncivilized word has just entered the conversation.
0: Head hunting? You heard what our computer friend said. What happened? Let's find out. Charges dismissed. Lack of evidence. And that takes care of that.
2: Anything else? No. No, I guess not. So much for the twinkle in his eye.
3: What was that you just said, Daddy?
2: I did some very private investigating for you. Why? So I could lay something to rest once and for all.
3: What's that?
2: I made a private computer scan on a free citizen. Daddy! And I did it because you seem to feel that Robert has been changed.
3: Well, it's just an instinctive... Never mind.
2: You said he had a new girl, Arlene Delva.
3: What about her?
2: The name Delva. I knew I heard it before in a criminal connotation. And I thought maybe this could have been a criminal change... An illegal change made for private purposes.
3: Aren't you the one who claims these things are impossible?
2: You were right. Criminal changes are the biggest problem we have, and you can see why. Now remember, you can't say a word about this to anybody.
3: Well, if you had grounds for suspicions, why couldn't you do an official scan?
2: Because if it turns out I'm wrong, my neck could go on the block. And I was wrong.
3: It was illegal for you to do an unofficial scan.
2: Hmm, but I'm a controller.
3: Sedquis custodiate ipsos custodes.
2: (laughs) And what's that?
3: Ancient Latin. Who shall guard the gods themselves? Look,
2: I did it for you.
3: But you broke the law.
2: Sometimes the only way to enforce the law is to break the law.
3: And where does it end?
2: This is a world... Of accommodation. Do you understand? Sometimes you have to stretch a point here and there. Certain trusted people should have the right to uh, take certain shortcuts. Should they? Otherwise, nothing will ever get done. Ah, I know it's bothering you. You do? You ask me where it ends. Honey, it has to end when a controller cuts a corner here and there. Not for the good of society, but for the good of his pocketbook. If you know what I mean.
3: Yes, Daddy.
2: I never took a dishonest dollar. I never will.
3: I know that.
2: I thought I'd run down the possibility that somehow your Robert could have been illegally changed. But it didn't happen.
3: Oh, yes, Daddy.
2: Do we have some dinner? It does taste better when you cook it yourself. <laughs>
3: You see?
2: Don't breathe a word outside. I could be ruined.
0: Hey, hello, Stearns. Carver, hello. You owe me one. I know. It's uh, a private change. Oh, I, I don't like to do them. I don't like to ask you to. Then ask me for something else. I can't. I can only ask you. Why me? Because only a top guy could handle it. Carver?
2: I let myself get talked into doing a change once because there was a very strong
0: humanitarian angle. Well, that is why I'm asking you again, Stearns. There is a very strong social aspect to this one. Is money going to change hands somewhere? Well, Carver? Well uh you don't have to touch a an nickel. Is there a headhunter in back of it? There is a fantastic plus for society involved here.
2: You didn't answer
0: the question. You and I, we both know headhunting is illegal. But we also know, in a quiet way, the government has to use headhunters. Who is he? Just happens to be a coincidence. But it's the guy you wanted to scan. Delva. I see... Then he is a headhunter. Uh, young. You and the computer were playing a little game of charades with me. Uh, no, no, Stearns. He was acquitted. The fix was in. Does our boss, the great Chelsea, know about it? Chelsea's the one who fixed it. Uh, on orders from upstairs, naturally. Mm-mm. Count me out. Delva is vital to the government. He's found some of the best people we have. People we can't do without.
2: Did he also change my daughter's boyfriend, Robert?
0: Well? Uh, yes. We let him have that one. And what great social good was involved in that? None. But every now and then, you have to have something for yourself, too.
2: I'll consider this conversation off the record and forget it ever took place. You're annoyed because
0: of Robert. Robert? But he wanted to be changed. He wanted to fall in love with Delva's daughter. Stearns, if you could choose a father-in-law, would you pick a millionaire headhunter or just a nice guy who's a cop? I said let's forget it. We need the change. We need this guy. Which guy? A fellow named Pruitt. He's an automotive engineer. He is a genius. So, why not let him alone? The whole Middle West grain crop can be destroyed by a blight over the next three years. Don't we have enough agricultural experts? No. Now, you know the story there. Half the stuff we grow to turn into fuel and the other half we eat. Carver, I don't like it. For the last 50-odd years, nobody has gone into agriculture. Now we got this problem and we're stuck. We need more than just a, uh, an agriculturalist. We need a genius. And this guy Pruitt's the man. How do you know? We have Delva's word for it. Delva? I know how you feel about headhunters. But without them, where would we ever find these guys? Uh, I still don't like it. Well, I don't like it either when they're allowed to feather their nests. But this is a social necessity. You know, of course, we're breaking the law. If certain trusted officials can't be permitted to take a few shortcuts, then society as we know it would cease to exist.
2: What if the great Chelsea or some of the other brass decides to pop in for a surprise inspection?
0: I think you'll find that everybody suddenly decided to go out of town for one reason or another.
3: What's the matter, Dad?
2: Hmm? The matter?
3: Well, you seem fidgety.
2: No, I'm I'm okay. I um uh, I have to go to the office.
3: On a Sunday night?
2: There's a report I should have studied, and I uh Well, I have to discuss it first thing in the morning.
3: Okay. Erna
2: You know the talk we had.
3: <laughs> Which one?
2: Um how does it go in Latin? Dipsy something?
3: Oh Quis custodiate ipsos custodis.
2: Who will guard the guards themselves?
3: What about it, Dad?
2: There's a lot to that. An awful lot. More than I ever thought.
0: We're ready for you, Stearns. Uh, This is Arnold Pruitt. Mr. Pruitt, I'm a controller. My name is Stearns. How would you do, sir?
2: My specialty is changes. What we're doing is extra-legal. Have you been so informed? I have. It cannot be officially condoned because it would set a precedent in which the government could change people who have not committed crimes. I understand. I tell you this to inform you that you have no recourse should you regret this later. Yes. Very well. First, I must test my circuits. You will hear noise and see lights, but you'll feel nothing. Let me tell you what is going to happen. Right now, you are an automotive engineer. In 15 minutes, you shall be an expert on agriculture. Do you know anything about agriculture? Oh,
4: only in a very general way, and just those basics that uh, may have been covered in elementary science courses when I was starting school.
5: As you know, your
2: brain is a series of circuits. These now are filled with all sorts of knowledge concerning automotive engineering. Yes. We must change the contents of those circuits. We have placed the entire science of agriculture into the banks of this
4: computer. We shall then feed them into your brain. Uh, will I forget everything about engineering? You will be at the
2: same point in agriculture as you are now in engineering. It will be as if agriculture
4: had always been your life's work. Mr. Pruitt? uh Will I... Will I be giving up something then?
2: You'll be giving up somebody. The Arnold Prud, who was the
4: engineer. He will become somebody else. <sighs> but engineering isn't just something that I know. I love it. It's so many things. Memories, feelings. The first motor I ever put together when I was a kid, fixing the family car, school, winning all the prizes... Graduating summa cum laude, how can you take all these things away? By replacing them with other things that will be just
2: as real, just as vital. We won't merely fill your brain, we will also
4: alter your psyche. Is that what I want? I don't know. No one should be placed in a position to make a decision of this kind. But you placed yourself in this position. It is important, isn't it? Mm. They say I'm the only one who could solve the problem of blight. The country needs me. We can't live without the grain crop. Why is there blight? What are we doing wrong? That's what you would have to find out. It's a challenge. Do you realize what a challenge? Yes. An entire nation depends on the skill and resources of one man... How can I turn it down? How can I possibly back out now? Mr. Stearns. Yes, sir. Change me.
1: As simple as that. Change me. Change every nerve, every thought, every memory. Change my mind, my psyche. And in doing all that, change my soul as well. Evidently, there will be cataclysmic changes in Act 3, but let us make all of them. Don't you change anything.
0: When we talk about car theft, we're not just talking about a loss of property, we're talking about a threat to society as well. One out of every six motor vehicles stolen is involved in a traffic accident. That's because a very small percentage of stolen cars are taken by professionals.
1: All kinds of new words have come into being during this most surprising century. Mankind has not only made the most sweeping changes in his environment, he has also made the most unbelievable changes in himself. And seemingly, there is no end to them. Change me, Mr. Stearns. Once again, Mr.
2: Pruitt, and for the last time, I feel it only right to tell you. You'll be giving up all your memories... We must alter your entire person.
4: Mr. Stearns, you said you would replace my present memories with others. How can you do that? How can I remember things I
2: never experienced? It doesn't matter whether or not you've undergone certain experiences just as long as you believe you did. Well, Mr. Pruitt, do I activate the changing mechanism? Change me. Fine. Fine. Relax, Mr. Pruitt. Carver, open the Genesis circuit. In the beginning, Mr. Pruitt, there was a void. It was without form and without substance. There was an all-encompassing darkness. And then there was a cry. And a burst of light a voice. It's a boy. And then the world is filled with sounds, all sorts of sounds, steps, windows, doors, voices,
0: especially voices, tender voices.
3: He's so beautiful, Frank, so beautiful.
0: He is going to be somebody when he grows up.
3: Of course, dear president.
0: No, no, he's really going to contribute something.
3: What do you suppose?
0: Something concerned with the earth. Do you know why? Because the earth is eternal, and all that is good for mankind must come from the earth.
3: Yes, the earth.
0: Arnold Pruitt, little Arnold Pruitt, you shall make the earth be fruitful and multiply its blessings for all mankind. <laughs> You do know what he was talking about
2: down deep in your subconscious. From the very first moment of his life, a child knows what is being said all around him, and he understands it deep in his psyche or soul. Arnold Pruitt, we are what has been made of us from the
0: moment of our birth. The child walks through the woods with his father. See how this earth is black, rich with nutrients. See how everything grows here.
4: How beautiful.
2: And the ideas. And the facts. Do you remember what you said in a history class in high school? Uh, I. 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 Uh... Of course you remember. And how proud you were. The history class. Uh,
4: George Washington. First in war. First in peace. First in the hearts of his countrymen and... And? And and did you know that George Washington was also America's first agriculturist? He was. That's right. He was America's first scientific farmer. Yes, yes. He introduced methods of fertilization and crop rotation. Arnold,
5: aren't
3: you going out tonight?
4: No, Mother. I I have to finish this paper.
3: Aren't you working too hard?
4: Uh, Oh, no, not hard enough.
3: Why don't you take out that nice girl, Betty?
4: (sighs) We don't have anything to talk about.
3: Why should the young men and women have a great deal to talk about? She
4: she doesn't know the first thing about agriculture. She's really very boring.
3: Oh, take her out anyway. You really shouldn't stay home all the time.
5: (laughs)
4: No, Betty. The basic thing is yield per acre. Really? In places in the world where people are starving, if you can increase yield per acre by even 5%, you're not just talking about a statistic. You know what you're talking about? No. Human life. An increase by even so much as a single bushel means you can save
0: another human life.
5: That was Victoria,
0: The Grange Award. The National Bureau Fellowship. Look at this list. An unusual mind. You know who said that? The Secretary of Agriculture. He made the presentation. An unusual mind, he
5: said.
3: A genius. I always knew it. I knew it from the day he was born.
2: Ideas, experiences. Everything changes inside you, Arnold Pruitt. Everything. The Nobel Prize. Yes. That will come, Arnold, when you're older. Growing things. The science of growing things. It possesses you. It is now a part of you. You are now living for one thing and one thing alone agriculture, Mr. Pruitt. Mr. Pruitt. Carver, up two turns on the third circuit.
0: Carver, is the new environment ready? His office, his home, his laboratory are all set up. His new assistants are standing by. Here goes everything full. Okay, everything full.
2: quickly. Is there a copter waiting?
0: Yes, it's outside. Get him into it. Right. Have him back at home before he recovers. No problems. Stearns, you've never done a better job.
3: Did you hear the news, Dad, about the blight?
2: Oh? What about it?
3: It seems that two weeks ago, this agricultural scientist, Pruitt, I think his name is, Anyhow, he thinks he knows what causes it.
0: Yes? What?
3: Well, it's a technical rigmarole, but the gist of it is that he has a way to beat it.
2: Well, that's what
5: counts,
0: right? Hello, Mr. Stearns. Who are you? My name is Maximus Delver. Yes? I owe you some money. For the change you made. You don't owe me
2: anything. Don't be foolish. We don't have anything to talk about. You don't like me.
0: That's right. Because I'm a hate hunter? True. What harm do I do?
2: This business of change, it's wrong. Even when we do it to protect society from the criminals, it's wrong. We take away
0: a man's free will. And you suppose his free will makes him decide to be antisocial. Then let him pay for it. The way it was done in the old days, with prisons and the scaffold. Maybe. Maybe that's the way it has to be. Well, I did not come here to argue. I came to offer a deal. I'm not interested. Mr. Stearns, you and I
2: could rule the world. I'm still
0: not interested. I have an instinct for people who can be changed. You have a talent for doing it. Right now, we have been performing for the benefit of others. If you'll excuse me, Mr. Delver. But now, why don't we turn things around? Why don't we make change so they accept certain ideas, support certain political positions? you get the drift of this, Mr. Stern. Yes, and it's
2: drifted right by me. Thank you, sir, and good day. Carver, we can work out a case against this Delva. Why? Why? He's up to his ears in illegal changes. I know that. Maybe the government winks at some here and there, okay, but the bad that Delva suggests outweigh the good. Well, what do you want to do?
0: I want to ask Chelsea to begin proceedings. (laughs) Don't. What do you mean, don't? Chelsea's and everybody upstairs, they're all in it with Delva. I don't believe it. How do you think the Delvas of this world exist, eh? Huh? In the beginning, you need them, so you make an accommodation. But one thing leads to another, and before you know it, everybody's in bed together. Well, not me. Huh? Don't rock the boat. Rock it?
2: If I have to, I'll sink it. I'm going to start proceedings.
0: Please don't. Don't make me invoke Control Regulation 460. What are you talking about? You know what 460 is. It authorizes any control officer to arrest another member of control whom he suspects of antisocial activity. You're crazy. No. You are... What are you doing? You know what I'm doing. I am invoking 460. Guards? Mr. Stearns is under arrest Get your hands off me Don't fight, Stearns We want to help you We want to change you Change? Not much Just smooth out a little wrinkle in your psyche The scruple wrinkle The one that doesn't let you play ball Now once we get rid of that It's clear sailing I have a right to appeal to Chelsea I have already got Chelsea's authorization If you want to read it Carver Don't do it. Please. Prepare the circuits.
3: Daddy! What is it? I don't know. I. Daddy, is something wrong?
2: No, dear. Nothing. Nothing at all.
3: But there is. There is. It's your eyes. They don't sparkle.
2: It must be your imagination.
3: You're changed.
2: What are you talking about?
3: I know you're changed.
2: If I am, it's a change for the better. I feel wonderful. As if anything, everything is possible.
3: What are you saying?
2: I have a feeling we're going to be rich.
3: On a controller's pay?
2: And you're going to get married.
3: Who would want to marry me the way I am?
2: But you don't always have to be the way you are. Someone who keeps swimming against the stream.
3: I can't help it.
2: You know who keeps swimming against the stream? Salmon. And when they get there, after the most incredibly excruciating journey, you know what they discover? They've only gotten there to die.
3: Daddy, I can't help the way I am. And I can't change.
2: Don't say that, honey anyone in this world can change or be changed.
1: And he should know. Did he change her? Probably. For her own good notice how everything that people do for us is for our own good. Even when they kill us, they usually justify it by saying it was for our own good. I'll have something good and highly benign for you when I return. What a delicate mechanism is man. How complex a machine. How many, oh, an infinite number of parts... are constantly meshing one with the other... to produce even the most simple gesture. And what happens when we try to readjust... the delicate balance? What happens when we attempt to change the psyche? The truth is, we shall produce... a different human race. And will it be better... Or worse. If we live long enough, we'll find out. Our cast included Len Cariou, Tracy Ellis, Earl Hammond, and Paul Tripp. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our Mystery Theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.
0: That's the show for this week, but don't forget there are thousands more like it at relicradio.com. Horror, strange tales, science fiction, crime, all available for free. If you'd like to donate to Relic Radio and help keep it all free, you can do that through the website as well. Visit donate.relicradio.com to find out more and to see the special downloadable sets that are available. My thanks to those who have donated, and thanks for listening today. Talk to you again next week.